Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. Welcome back to the Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727 579 1025 or 800 771 1025. Join us tomorrow as we are live in Ybor City at 7 o'clock for the uh, big Hometown Heroes Parade brought to you by the Rough Riders and our friends at Bud Light. And we'll be out there on the crew of Blackbeard's Revenge uh, boat. You can see it on Instagram.com slash the Mike Calta Show. We have pictures of it up there, and it's going to be me, Geo, Papap, uh, Spanish, I think Josh is going to go. Oh. Uh, and uh, Mike Olivero is going to go. Will it be Josh or Silverado? I think Silverado comes yeah. out for the, for the parade. <laughs> we haven't seen Silverado in a long time. I know. It's been a while. Yeah, so uh, join us as we travel up 7th Avenue in Ybor City, saluting hometown heroes. And then we will uh, be out and about in Ybor. We don't really have an official place to go after it. We don't. Uh, I would imagine we're going to hit uh, Coyote Ugly and the Bad Monkey, and anything that more resembles a bar than a nightclub, we'll probably stop in and say hi. Can you move that a little bit towards me? Because yes. it's pulling this cord. How's that? Thank Better? You. That works. There we go. There's loving them, Miss Pat. How you doing, pumpkin? Uh, come on in. Sit down over here. Uh, and then uh, Miss Pat's going to be at Side Splitters this weekend. Give me an idea what that what that bag costs. Well, hold on. Let me get you all situated first. <laughs> yeah, headphones. Oh, yeah, I hope it's not bad because we did. We do have something that we need to go over. Pull, pull that mic right up to your mouth there. We do have a situation we need to address from last time. So, uh, give me an idea how much that bag costs. You, I, I only know. I only know. You got me being bougie. Yeah, it's a, it's a Fendi bag that is the size of uh, like a duffel bag because you travel a lot. You probably got all your stuff in there. Eight hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars. Do no, no, five thousand. Oh yeah, my I god, say, I knew it. That's I why it was pretty low. I well, I was just well, I start low and then that's a little, that's good bougie, but that's bougie. Uh, yeah, I worked really hard. Yeah, I know you did. That's what I'm saying. You earned it. This is my tummy tuck. You do. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think? I. It's funny. I'm going to be 50 years old this year, and I thought like if I was ever going to do any sort of uh, plastic surgery or anything like that, I'd have done it when I was younger. I've been married 20 years now. I'm not doing it. Oh, I'm doing it. You are? Why? Because uh, I, I need to see my uh, my vagina before I die. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know. I haven't seen it since like '87. Uh, right, right, right. I I'm not the type that can stand up in the mirror like, "Ooh, look at that!" I gotta lift and fold and tuck some stuff. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, every once in a while, I gotta get a good angle. You know how hard it is to send a good uh, picture to a girl without a, without angling it the right way. I mean, I'm I'm only sending it to my wife, but oh, I still I need to make say, it. You say you was mad? Yeah, yeah, but I still need to make it look impressive. You know what I mean? I don't want her. I like to send it to her at um, inappropriate times. Well, if I did that to my husband, it'd all come fogged up. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be uh, like, uh, "Are you? Was you caught in the rain?" I'm like, oh, "No, I, that's a that's a nude. <laughs> well, why you look like a ghost in the background?" <laughs> How long you been married? Uh twenty eight years. Yeah, so there's not a whole lot of 
There's not a whole lot of action going on there anymore, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, realistically. Uh, no, you schedule it. You yeah, yeah, you do have to schedule it, right? Yeah. It kind of takes the fun out of it a little. You know, you have to schedule it because you got to wait to make sure you got water on the dresser, the right medication on the dresser. <laughs> you know, the bin gay in case somebody cramp up. <laughs> you know, it ain't like you just jump on them when you get off of work. You got to make sure everything washed and shaved. Yeah, yeah. You got to make sure when you get older, you just, it's, it's not the same, young people. So enjoy now. When you're in a new relationship and you're making out with somebody even if they have like a little bit of bad breath you're like i don't care i love i'm so turned on by this person but then when you're married and somebody like my wife will be like oh go brush your teeth you know like when you're married you don't care anymore you just start yelling at the other person well i think now the world don't care back in the day when you really needed somebody to help you with your bill yeah you were like oh i gotta take this bag bro <laughs> pay this card note but you can start your only fan page and well, men's are becoming obsolete so, yeah, don't even so need it. Yeah. you really don't tolerate bad breath and stuff anymore so it's different it's a different time now you did you happen to see what we had with only fans yesterday i don't know if, some, if that's why you brought up somebody told you mm -mm. we found a guy who used to work on the show he used to be the producer of the show we found we found his stepdaughter had an OnlyFans page, and uh, so we had them both on the show yesterday. And he doesn't care because first of all, it's his stepdaughter, and second of all, because she's banking on money. She's in the top. She was in the top two percent of uh, subscri subscribers, and after being on the show, she got bumped up to the top one percent of, of subscribers. I don't see how people get mad at OnlyFans. It was a school teacher that had one, and she lost her job. Yeah, but hey, it's nothing different than Playboy magazine. Right. Only different is the money go directly to the artist now. It's sometimes. It, I mean, it shouldn't matter. What I you agree. do on your side job if you're not hurting anybody. If you want to bust right. it open, you can bust it open at the 5 o'clock. Right. I need you to teach these kids in a skirt with your shirt button. No. What you do after that, hey. It's I, up to you. Yeah. It's up to you. I agree with you. And and uh, I we're, we were doing a contest. This is how we found her. We're doing a contest to find a listener of ours who is an OnlyFans uh, model and uh, we want to pick and make her the official one for the next year. So, and and our whole point is, we just want to make her rich. We don't want anything out of it. I we love just the fact help promote, yeah, and have her make a bunch of money. I love the fact that these girls are able to do whatever they want. And, yeah, uh, and just if I started an OnlyFans page, I would have no followers. You're wrong. You're so wrong. <laughs> it, here's and that's what the girl from OnlyFans said yesterday. She was saying that uh, if you're that there's plenty of there's fat guys on it. And get, you know, because there's a whole market for gay guys who like fat, hairy guys. So what? somebody's willing to pay for it, yeah. But uh, you know, somebody shot me in one of my boobs. I, I, I don't know. Do <laughs> you know. the handicap? <laughs> well, that's what we said. Somebody sent me a one today. It's a smoking hot girl. It's got no legs, and she's got an OnlyFans page. That's what, what I was hoping we'd find. I'd hoping we'd find some some one that was a little bit. And odd. it's easy to see when she ain't got no legs. That's right. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about her toes being painted. <laughs> <laughs> she's half. She's halfway done already. Yeah. Oh, she this is uh, Miss Pat who's here with us. She's going to be at Side Splitters this weekend. And the last time we saw you is when Bobby Kelly made you get up in Montreal and come and do our show, and I was so happy that he did because I loved having you on. I thought you were you were fantastic, and I think I mentioned this to you last time. Ralphie May was a good friend of mine. Yes, and Ralphie used to always be like, "Hey, Miss Pat's coming down. You got to have Miss Pat on." And I misunderstood what he was saying because you know how sometimes there's like comedians who have. Names like uh, like I'm, a character. Yeah, I'm Miss Pat, the angry Southern lady. You know, and I like I thought like there's like who's it? The, there's Southern Mama. There's a guy who yeah. dresses up. I don't want that nonsense on the show at all. <laughs> and I thought that that's what Ralphie was saying. I don't know why in my head I thought, and we never did it. 
And then when I realized it was you and we had you on the show, I was like, why am I the last person to this dance? So I apologize for that, but I'm so happy that we connected that day. I am, too. But I'm sad Robert Kelly made you get to go hiking that weekend, too. He did. He made me climb some mountain there. And, we, and you know what was crazy? Because we all fat, me, him, and Tim Dillon. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we get to the top, and he go buy ice cream. I'm like, well, what's the purpose <laughs> of burning all these cows? Yeah. <laughs> he, is the, he is the most, I, he's my uh, best friend. We do a podcast. <laughs> together Bobby and uh I don't I don't understand he is the the uh, he every he went to the uh, gym and, and he would work out for 30 days uh and he for like 30 minutes for 30 days and he'd have somebody on the Instagram doing it with him and he gets in there and he crushes it. He, he's with the bands and this, that, and the other thing. And he goes solid for 30 minutes. And then he goes and eats like an animal. And you're like, well, that's defeating the whole purpose. Because <laughs> I was like, we walked all of this way. And you going to get to the top. I was like, Tim, we might as well eat the ice cream, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so you made it. Like, we all, we it, made it to the top. That's If he called me now and said... To go walk up a mountain with him, I'd tell him to go F himself. There's no way in the world I'm... He, although he seems to think that he is, like... Like, he wants to go camping, and I want to go camping. I can't camp here in Florida because it's too hot. But if he wants to go camp, I'll go up there, and he's like, well, you know, we're going to climb. A, a, uh, we're going to go hiking. It takes about a half hour. I go, all right, I can walk a half hour. What do you think? I'm like, what do you think you can do that I can't do? Like, he makes it like he's Mr. America, uh, he's and not, then I'm going to be. No, he's, he's, not, not. He's, he's definitely not. I tell him all the time he built like a baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also happens to look like a big baby. Like, if a baby took steroids, that's what he looks like. Now. We worked together right before COVID, and it was so great. So I had on tennis shoes, uh, and, he, and he wanted to crack on me because I'm fat with tennis shoes on. Right. And that was the wrong thing to do. I drug his bald head behind <laughs> on that stage. I said, oh, this what you want to do, white boy? You want to talk about me? <laughs> uh, he loves you. I love him, too. He, he really does love you. He's a, he's a sweet guy, and he uh, he loves Good comedians, you know. He do, he do. I, that's my, that's my boy. When I go to New York, I always try to hook up with him. Yeah. I see him on Instagram all the time. He's. I told him, I said, boy, you only white person I know that sweat like a black pastor. I ain't even preaching. <laughs> <laughs> He's always sweating. Uh, he I'm is. like, it's nothing like a fat dude that just generate heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I tell him, I said, you should really stop overlooking fat dudes because in the winter time they're gonna keep you warm. That's right. And by them sweating all the time, other women they really work. Are looking at him, so you don't have to work hard to keep him. You gotta, you gotta work hard to keep somebody with a Joe Rogan six pack. That's right, right, right. <laughs> Fat sweaty guy is not. I. It's weird for me because between him and my other best friend Pete. They're both sweaty bastards, and I, I'm uh, the third fat guy to that trio, and I don't sweat that much. Really? I have bad forehead sweat because I'm balding, so up here, but other than that, like, I won't have armpit stains or any of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know why. I think that's the one thing I got going for me is that he'll, he's less sweaty than the other two fat guys. I don't even sweat when I go to the gym. So, oh, really? You know, I think that's why I can't lose any more weight. <laughs> it's all, keep I, it all inside Well, you? only time I really sweat is when I have hot flashes because I just turned 49. Right. And hot flashes is like the worst and you know women have hot flashes in certain space places yeah. my hit me right between my cleavage and it just heat up uh -huh. and a lot of time i'm on the plane and i have to take them out so they can air out <laughs> and the person next to me be like what are you doing i'm like sir this is gonna be like a two-minute deal they just need to cool off <laughs> they're not dangerous they hang but they're not dangerous <laughs> i couldn't imagine if i was sitting next to you on a plane and i wouldn't woke up i'd love it i'd love it 
Um, le- when we were in Montreal, this I found out about this afterwards, or else I would have totally. Uh, you, you need someone? You Ooh. good? Uh, I found out about this afterwards, or I would have totally talked to you about it on the air. But we had Rosebud Baker in the studio, and she was dating a black guy at the time. And I asked her, I said, uh, were you doing that to make your family mad? You know, or something like that. I said, were you rebelling again? And somebody said afterwards, you were like, really? In, in 2019, th- that would still make a family mad? Or, or something to that effect. And, I, and I've been holding that in my head so I could tell you, yes. <laughs> but especially her and her family. Well, you know, I used to do a bit on stage because I have a gay daughter. Uh-huh. And I say, whatever you don't like in life, a lot of times God, God will put that situation in your life, mainly to open up your brains. Because I've been to prison and I didn't like gay women. Right. And my daughter came out doing it to everybody. Uh-huh. I mean, she thinks she LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she a champion. Uh-huh. <laughs> she should have been a boy. I, I'm glad she a girl. Right. If she, I mean, well, I'm, I'm, she should have been a boy, but I'm glad she gay because if she was straight, she'd have a lot of kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But I tell this bit, I say, whatever you don't like in life, a lot of time God will put it in your life. And I say, white men, if you don't like black people, your daughter going to come home with a, a big old... Uh, N word. Right, right. Yeah. So you got to open your brain so you, yeah. your daughter don't come home with one of them. So you can, I mean, hey, color doesn't have anything to do with it. It's love coming all color, shapes, and form. Yeah. Have you ever seen a really sexy woman with a man, a short, bald head man, and look like, it look like Oopa Loopa? Yeah. And you're like, what are they doing together? Well, yeah. you're taking care of her. He's treating her the way she's supposed to be treated. And she, he could be a totally different races. When you open your eyes, you see how beautiful people are in all races. I mean, I've, you know who turns me on now? Who? Indians. They're beautiful. Who would like like a famous person or just no? Just Indian people. They're gorgeous. Indian girls are gorgeous. Well, I don't look at girls. Yeah, I know. I I don't. I I can't think of Indian guys. I'm trying to think of like. uh, I don't know. I'm trying. Like I have. I'm totally. Straight. I mean, when I see them, I'm like, they are so beautiful. I just yeah. want to rub their faces. Right. <laughs> they got good skin. But, yeah. yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. So you I mean I started to look at people different. You got to open your eyes. Love coming. And then you're missing out. You're missing out when you don't look at other people. Cause sometimes some races are overcrowded. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Hey, if you're in Atlanta, it's hard to find a good black man. You got to go on over there and get you a white man <laughs> or Indian or Mexican. Cause a lot of times them black men dipping and dabbing in certain other parts. Right, like, right. Well, Going on over here. Carmen's got herself a uh, black boyfriend. Yeah, and do you like him, Carmen? Carmen, come on. Can you can you give her a headset so And it's talk? not true. And it's not true. They all come packing either. That is the biggest lie they ever told about a black man. I don't know. I got to be honest with you, Miss Pat. As a as a white guy, I'm very intimidated by the black man's penis. Well, uh, what? Some because of them, I watch a lot. Not all of them. I only see Thank them. Thank you, Carmen. They, I've I've had a guy that was so small. I said, Hey, get up. I'm gonna go call my baby <laughs> dad. <laughs> but I've also had a guy that I was like, That is going nowhere near me. Yeah. Was he black? Yes. Yeah. I mean, then you got some. Who who got the slave uh, ship penis? And you're like, uh, we gonna have to get you a master. <laughs> we gonna be able to do that one. I need two people to handle that one. But then you got something like, hey, can you put that up? That's a two pick. <laughs> Where's your boyfriend land? I don't know if we do. I know it's adequate, but I yeah, mean, he's good. Is he's he a, on the slave ship the- size or? Uh, he's a slave ship size <laughs> <laughs> or toothpick size. He's above average, but he's not like. Frightening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's got, but also he's got abs, and he's he's like his skin so smooth. Come here, Carmen. Let yeah. me ask you yeah. something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can you so turn my ears up? When you hear. when you when you're walking with this black man, mm-hmm. do you get? St- mm-hmm. That's what he looks. Well, you him. snagged you a good one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesus and Christ. He's, and he's mm. hairless. He has no hair besides on his head. So let me ask you and, something. Do you get stared at a lot? Um, Not as much as, so like I've known him for 10 years and we used to hang out 10 years ago. He moved away and came back 10 years ago. But do black, do you notice when you out with him, black women give you the side eye? That's the only one I've seen. They get, black women give the black man the side yes. eye. Like, yes. And I do a bit on that. I mean, I'm like, you can't, what happened and, so black women, they give y'all hell. They'll give them a little like, hmm, and then they know who. But then they black, but they know who. Let me tell you what they say. They ain't no who. But then, um, like the black guys, they'll like check me out, and you can see they give a little extra look yeah. to like see what he's so like you, to you see You must what have I'm a looking. can I say? Yeah, yeah, you, you must have an ass. Yeah. No. I don't. She really oh, you, doesn't. No, you it's, got more than most white girls. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they looking. But I know they give you the side eye because I had a friend, a Mexican Tucker, her baby daddy, and she just hated. She didn't even want to eat Taco Bell. Uh. That's how scarred she was because of Mexican Tucker, baby daddy. I'm like, uh, evidently you wasn't doing anything right. And this is a Mexican taught him Spanish. Yeah. And he would try to talk to her in Spanish. I thought she was going to kill him. She, she went crazy. I. I, I uh, grew up in New York, and and I, my family was all old Italian, so they were all racist when I was growing up. So you kind of grow up in that environment, not hating, but just kind of like thinking there's a difference in who's better. Then I move here, and I grow up, and I you know I I, I never now look at a an interracial couple as like ooh like that's I've been seeing that forever. I don't. It's, it's what you talk like as a black kid. I black. grew up in the hood, and my mama said, my mama used to say. White people are the devil. Never look him in the eye. Right. And, and then I realized I moved to this white hood, white neighborhood. And then I said, my mama will tell her damn lie. She also told me, she said, don't fly because only white people fly because they like to die in the air. Most black people are scared to get on planes. Yeah. We scared of boats and we scared of planes. Yeah. And if you go and you talk to the every, black people that's in the hood, I ain't get on no plane. Uh -huh. And I was one of those because she always said, only white you. people die in the air. Uh, oh. And the first time I flew, I said, she's stupid. Yeah. This is so fast. This so is so fast. It took us three days to get to California yeah. last time. And yeah. it took three hours to get to California. I said, my mama was so stupid. <laughs> and my daddy, before he died, I put him, oh, oh, I'm going to die. I said, look, man, you got cancer. You're going to die anyway. Calm down. I'm going to go see your sister before you die. Don't be saying, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I put him on the plane and he was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. I was cl so close to heaven. I said, dad, I don't know if you were close to heaven but you had passed the birds and he loved like, yeah. but he was in his like 60 something before he had ever flown yeah. because that's that's what they tell you in the hood don't that's fly so, only white so people weird. like to die in the air yeah that is that is crazy that's your poor your poor uh parents never they were never flying they were driving my everywhere. mama never flew anywhere she never left the hood i mean everything was you know she watched the young and the wrestling the price is right every yeah. day and you know that's what she did she where did where is this in atlanta, atlanta. yeah I up in, uh, in the inner city of Atlanta. She never stepped foot outside it. That was her world. She it's didn't know so, that Matt was real. You know what's so funny, though, is... is uh my family now, the white Italian people, didn't like to leave their neighborhood and sat home and watched Days of Our Lives every day. It's the same thing, just different it's neighborhoods. Same, it's, it's just different cultures. Yeah. We're the same people. And people, like, when they come to my show, they're like, black people who just discovered me, like, why is all these white people here? I say, because they've been on to the funny. You just got on to <laughs> the funny. That's right. That's right. And, and because I'm telling these stories from where I come from, but in the end, it doesn't matter what color you are. Somehow you relate. Yeah. So everybody had a loud mouth mama. Everybody Everybody got a whooping. Some people had mamas like my mama. Right. You know, people grow up white.
trash and black trash is the same trash. trash. Yep. You, hey, it's the same <clears throat> thing. It's just, that's what people don't understand. Yeah, well, listen, I, I got to tell you, funny's funny no matter who's saying it anyway. Yeah. And to hear, uh, I, I have, Bert Kreischer is one of our, I've known Bert for 20 something years. He's one of our uh, really good friends. And I watched that show, The Cabin, when it first came out. <laughs> I, 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 I binge watched the whole thing right out of the gate. And that episode with you on it was one of the funny. I the next day I went and woke my son up and said, "You've got to come watch this." That and then I was calling my friends and I'm like, "Just," and they're like, "Oh, it's a series." I go, "Go to the Miss Pat episode. Just go watch the Miss Pat episode." <laughs> that was some of the funniest stuff. Now, when you go to do that, do they tell you? No, that was an unscripted show. Right. I didn't even know they was gonna put me in that. It's suit. It took four little white girls to get me in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard to get me in that suit. I'm like, just put some Vaseline on it. I and it, I was like, "Who? This is this is tighter than my spank." So uh, it was totally unscripted. Like I didn't know anything about me gonna be in there with those that that lady with the the uh, what was it the bowls? I had never yeah, seen that. Yeah, before. Me either. That so was... it was all on the top of my head. And when he said, "What do you know about Romanian?" I was like, "Lady." Uh... And Bert could not stop laughing. And I'm like, "What are you laughing at? This, this chick is from Sunset Boulevard. She's taking your money." But every you know, it's known for. It's really known for you know me running into Kelly Cuso. I had never, I didn't never heard of Kelly Cuso. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Cuso or Kelly Cuoco? Uh, Kelly Cuoco. See, that's how much I didn't know who she was because I've been messing up her name. And I had never met, I had never seen her, never heard of her, and, and people was like, I got a lot of backlash. They was like, Oh, you're racist. You mean? I said, Because I was honest. I don't know this lady. Yeah, you don't. I don't You've never watched Big Bang Theory. Well, like Hollywood is so fake. So when they don't know, oh, my God, girl, well, what am I going to do that for? Yeah, I, I can't hold my breath and talk. I'm fat. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know how to fake it yet. And I'm like, I knew who Joe McHale was. Every black woman watched the suit. But he was tall, <laughs> sexy, white guy. looked like he was a soap popper star. Yeah. I watched the suit. And when Burke was like, well, who is she? You know her? Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. I don't know her. She just looked like a Walmart chick. Right. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not being a, she look like somebody that do yoga. Right. She look like she drank Starbucks coffee. I don't know who she is. <laughs> I don't know anybody black that watched the Big Bang thing. It was no. not funny to me. No, it, it's not, not funny to a lot of people. We we always make comments about how that was such a a popular show and and you yeah, know it was like it was, I don't know who was really watching it. It's a great like background show like if you're cleaning the house or cooking yeah. or something because they have like just a quick little like yeah i wasn't mad at it house. when well, it was I'm on black i'm not gonna but, put that in my background right. hey, that's, <laughs> i'm gonna put some i'm gonna put them little nerdy white boys in there, they can't get laid that was it was not and i was honest i said i i, I don't know anybody black watch this show right and i think the re, i don't know if the rejection you know people thought i was rejecting her i'm just honest oh it seemed very it seemed very just, honest. Well, you were being rude. I don't. I don't know her. I yeah. mean, after after she left, I go. I said, "Oh my god, she worked for hundred million dollars. I can't mm. even clean this chick house." Right. <laughs> you know. And yeah. then it just you know people was like, "Oh my god, you're so mean." You didn't think it was uh, racist at all. It, it seemed like it was somebody like if you. I'm not a big uh, sports 
person. Uh, I like hockey and I like football, but if you brought me a basketball player who is like not LeBron, I may not know who it was, and he could be like the greatest player in the NBA. If it's not something you're not watching, how you, you know how are you going to know? Just the other day, I was in Chipotle and one of the Raptors. You was in where? Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> well, I thought that was another country. No. <laughs> how you get back so fast? Chipotle. 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 Oh, I Chipotle. said Chipotle. <laughs> oh, that black man fancy. Y'all going to Chipotle? No. Y'all going out the country? You back already for work? What kind of black man you got? Jesus Christ. I was living by myself. <laughs> but there was a Raptors player in there, and the only reason you knew he was a Raptor player because head to toe, oh. Raptors hat. Oh, really? He was tall, but Raptors hat. Raptors zip up, Raptors pants. I gotta be honest with you. If I was how a... you know he was a Raptor? He just well, looked like the outfit. Well, right. That's a... Eventually, someone like someone actually watched basketball and asked to take a picture of him, and so then you could see everyone on their phone was like googling Raptors sure. lineup, and you could you know find him. But yeah, you, like and for him to be dressed like that, he had to be one of the lower paid right. Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People with money <laughs> don't want to be seen. Right. Yeah. They don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I mean, I don't got no money, and I still be I be I put on the ugly wig and pull that my head and hold my head down because I don't like putting no makeup and I don't want to take no picture, you know, without makeup. But if you spot me, I'm gonna do it. It's yeah. like I tell you what happened to me one day. So yeah. I met I met you know I'm a big I'm I'm a big Falcons fan. Even though we lose everything, Lord Hammer, we got rid of mm-hmm. Julio. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. We got the dumbest owner in the world. <laughs> Jesus, this happens. We don't want to win. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I'm, I'm coming out of Delta Comfort, and I spot this tall black dude, and I look at his book bag. I said, ooh, that book bag costs like $10,000. It was a, a Louis Vuitton or Gucci. I don't know what it was. It's, right. it's very expensive. And then I caught his glasses. I said, ooh, this man got some money. And I got to look very black. And it was my favorite football player in the world. It was Michael Vick. Oh, really? And I said, Michael Vick. He was standing at, uh, he was standing at uh, the chicken spot. Uh-huh. Uh, that wasn't Popeyes. It was another Bojangles. He was you in line buying Bojangles. You were just crushing stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I know, I know, I know, I know. And I was like, will he be eating Bojangles? Right. It's good. Yeah, so yeah. I said, Michael V. He's like, yeah. I said, oh, my God. You're my favorite clown. <laughs> when you went to jail, I went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I love you, Michael Vick. I love you. Because I'm all about giving everybody second chances. People make mistakes. And I'm from the South. And in the South, dog fighting was huge. I mean, not the kind of kid. I dog fight. Yeah. Me and my dog will beat your dog up for now later. That's what we bet. <laughs> for now and later? But now later. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I like because that. I was poor. But if yeah. your dog was beat my dog, I would put the chokehold on your dog. Because <laughs> I was not losing my now <laughs> later. Oh my I jumped God. in all my dog fight. You were not beating up Pup Pup. Pup Pup was an old German Shepherd with missing side teeth. <laughs> he needed me. He needed me. But I mean, everybody makes mistakes, and I'm willing to forgive you. And and the world should be able to forgive you to start over. So yeah. I'm forever. He will forever be one of my favorite football players. And I just could not believe I finally got him. I said, oh, my God. And the first thing came out my mind, like, well, you went to jail. I went to jail. You <laughs> <laughs> went in my cell. I was like, I'm trying to get in your cell. <laughs> Did he laugh? Was he appreciative of it? That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I'm creating a TV show. I just want to write you in. Uh, and I, we couldn't fit him in, but I was so trying to write him in. Oh, that's that's hilarious. <laughs>
Would you mind if we take a quick commercial break and come well, back? Because I don't want to end it. But uh, no, uh, I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, all right, we'll take I'm a quick break. She made me an egg. Yeah. Oh, you made egg? Yeah, yeah. she did an omelet. Oh, well, when you go to break, can I bite it? Of course, you can eat it now. I don't, don't want to eat it now uh, because I ain't got no back teeth. I'll go warm it up. <laughs> no, you can't warm up no egg, look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm about to teach you how to keep this black man. You trying to warm up the egg? Well, I'm gonna put it back on the stove. No, you're not gonna put it back on the stove. You're gonna dry it out. No. We'll make her another goddamn egg. Okay. Miss Pat is here. She's going to be at Size Putters this weekend. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with more of her. It's the Mike Calter Show at 1025 The Bone. You are listening to the Mike Calter Show Friday House Party. She's in the studio with us. A great comedian. She's going to be at Side Splitters this weekend, 960-1197 or SidesplittersComedy.com. And we were just talking off the other. You're going to Disney World. Now, let me tell you, do you know Frank Caliendo? No. Frank Caliendo is a comedian. He uh, He does... A lot of impressions. impressions. So if you saw him, you'd be like, I know that dude. So Frank Caliendo's on the show one day, and we start talking about Disney, and he's like, do you get a guide when you go to Disney? And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he said, oh, it's the only way to go to Disney. You get a guide. They pick you up at your hotel. They drive you over to the back entrance of Disney. You like go in the. You say, where do you want to go? And be like, I want to go ride Space Mountain. So they drive you right to the back entrance of Space Mountain. You get out. And they bring it right to the front of the line. And you get on Space Mountain, and you go and you ride the ride. Like there's a two-hour wait. So we went. We went to Disney World, the Hollywood Studios, where they had the Toy Story Land open. It was the week that Toy Story Land opened, and we went there, ten of us, and saw the whole Toy Story Land, every ride in there, in about 25 minutes. And meanwhile, the, every every ride had a two and a half hour wait to stand in line, and we saw the whole thing in 20 minutes. It's the best money you'll ever spend in your life. So Frank Caliendo ruined Disney for me, and I'm going to ruin it for you. Because once you do it with the Tory Hyde, you will never go back to doing it on uh, your own again. Uh, yes, I will, because I ain't got Frank Kelly hosting money. <laughs> and I ain't got your money. <laughs> so I'm going to have to do it the poor people way. We got a hot pass when we get to the front of the line now. And you telling me to go through the back door? Yes. How much money do you think I got? <laughs> I need a raise, sir. <laughs> your bag costs more than Spanish made in the last six months. So uh, Who is Spanish? The, little, the one with no sleeves behind you. Uh, okay. What do they call him? Uh, uh, like if Larry the Cable Guy was an insurance agent. That's what Spanish mm. looks like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the little cute guy who came out there and hugged me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's genuine. He's a lover. So so what you do is you call Disney and say, I want to... I want to." I got a travel agent. Uh, forget about her. You don't need, Or you can just have an assistant or somebody call over there and you say, I want a VIP host, right? But it's 30-some of us. The, well, you're going to probably need two because I think they limit it to 10 per group. Okay. And then it, they charge you by the hour. So, and then depending on what season you're going, it'll depend on the rate. It's so Fourth of July. It's it's going to be probably expensive. Can, for the can July. I borrow ten thousand dollars? <laughs> when my show come out, I was going to say you have a TV show. No, you're going to. I, I got to save my money. I ain't got a second season yet. You trying to make me black and spend all the money at one time? <laughs> so, is the TV money good or no? Or you, or you have to wait till like three seasons? No, no, no. It was it was really good. It, yeah. was, it was really good. It was actually the t- actually the show started out at Fox, and Fox we wanted to be a little bit more with language so we moved it over to uh uh the the other side of fox like fx side and and then we sold it to hulu hulu shot the pilot right didn't pick the pilot up and so bt plus picked the pilot up okay. which is a it's really good it's really funny and i'm not saying that because it's my show no I'm you're a funny kidding. person and yeah. i yeah 
And there was times like when I had writers like from L.A. and they tried to be hacking. I said, like, uh-uh, we're not putting that in here. Good. We do originality here. I've heard that. You don't think I heard that joke? Right. So what was crazy, during the, ta- during the writer's room, I didn't know that you couldn't tell writers, hey, you suck. Stop, <laughs> stop laughing at yourself. So I had to get a therapist. So <laughs> they gave me a therapist and said, you need to teach this lady how to talk in corporate America. <laughs> uh, isn't it better if everybody could just look and say you suck? I'm always been honest. I had a son that played basketball. He was horrible. So I was the only parent that out there that stood on the sideline and laughed at her child. <laughs> <laughs> and people's like, how dare you? I'm like, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I can pretend he's good. Yeah, I'm not going to say, come on, Nikeel. You're doing a great job. I said, son, this ain't for you. Tie your shoes up. We're going to put you on the football field. Let them hit you upside your head. <laughs> That's way better. And he did better at football. He was not, basketball was not his thing. He he could not hold a ball. His shoes kept coming off his feet. He kept falling over his kneecaps. Yeah. And I said, this is not for you, son. So I'm like my, the same son. He's like, I want to go to college. I said, look, let's, let's keep it real, son. You barely made it out of high school. Uh-huh. With an old point something. Uh, your warehouse material. Just go get you a warehouse job, Right. Son. Start early. Yeah, get some get, benefits. Yeah, get you some <clears> benefits <throat> and break your back down and become an old man at a warehouse. We ain't going to do this college stuff. You're going you're gonna to get in debt. Right. And he listened to me. Is that the warehouse? Yeah, na- no, yeah. he's not at the warehouse. Actually, he's he work at the jailhouse. He works. Uh, he's a um, he's a correction officer. That's what my dad did. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's great for him. All he got to do is pick up people and body slam them. Uh-huh. He's still using his back. That's right. Now, when you were in uh, prison, where was this? In in I did Atlanta? time. I did time in Atlanta because I had other drug charges pending. Right. So most of my times was spent in Atlanta. And then when I was when back in those days, when you need a prison number, they take you to prison. Book you in and turn you around and come back when it was because the prison was always been overcrowded, right. especially when drugs was very popular back in the nineties. Right. So I did a year. Oh a year. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I don't want to do a year, but a year is better uh, than if you did year three years. Bologna sandwiches is rough. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you. What was the worst part about it? The food. I only know. I only know prison from uh, movies and stories about my father. The food is worse. <clears throat> um, the good part about prison for me, I was I wasn't attractive, so nobody wanted me to be their girlfriend. Uh, so uh, you weren't you weren't attra- like I I I'm not- I fought all the time, so nobody wanted. Okay, that's why I was saying. Me. I fought all the time. All, I was young too. I was like eighteen, nineteen. Oh, so all I did was fight all the time. So yeah. nobody wanted me. Yeah, 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 were you fighting? Were you fighting for that like the whole theory that you better be a badass when you go in jail? So were you like I'm gonna kick a couple of asses right away? No, I one time this crazy lady threw my shampoo in this toilet, uh-huh. and I asked her why, and and then she come up behind me at a phone book with a pen like she was gonna stab me so i'm on the phone talking to my girl i said hold on i'm about to beat her brains out and so i put the phone there and we was fighting i don't know if you ever fought a crackhead but they so strong <laughs> oh my god i was like is they ever gonna break this fight i'm thinking in my head can y'all please Wrap it break up. this yeah. fight up and i'm winning uh-huh. and i remember it was where i was at it's what, they had an upstairs, and I was going to throw over the balance. And my mind said, if you throw her over that balance, you're never going to get out of jail. And I'm just saying, can y'all please come? Mm-hmm. I'm tired. She mm-hmm. wouldn't stop. Yeah. She wouldn't stop. Yeah. I was like, this crackhead got super energy. I was so tired after fighting that crackhead. Yeah. Oh, my God. And she was a tall crackhead, too. And I'm skinny. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm skinny. I mean, I'm short. And, you know, you to, to control a woman, you need to jump up and grab the hair. Right. But she didn't have much for me to grab. <laughs> it was rough. I, I had... Uh, I used to fight a lot when I was young, and I, at the last fight I got into, 
was me and this dude, and we went at it. And this, this is, I was telling the story this morning because in the beginning of the fight, he he was a muscular black dude who had an ugly ass white girlfriend. And in the middle of us locking up, she kept jumping on me and biting me. And it was the first time I ever hit a woman. I said, I, I stopped and I said, you got to keep her, keep her off me. I'm gonna knock her out. And she kept biting me like trying to draw blood. You say so, first time, like <clears throat> I loved it. And now I hit women all the time. <laughs> no, no, only time, only time. But I turned and punched her in the forehead and knocked her out so that I could get her out of out of the situation. And then me and this guy fought. It, it was probably like 10 minutes, but to me it seemed like it was 30 minutes. Yeah. And both of us, I mean, we, it was like out of a movie. I broke the bone in my hand. He was bleeding from his head. We were slamming each other into cars. I was like, this is this has got to end at some point. And at one point we just looked at each other and we like, and we walked away. It was a draw. We called it a draw. I mean, it was there was no end to it. You, you hope in a nightclub, you know, you only got about 30 seconds before 18 steroid guys come and break you guys apart. But in the street, there's nobody there. You're going to have to fight till somebody can't walk anymore. And the girlfriend missed the whole fight. <laughs> Because you knocked her out. <laughs> knocked her out. I don't know. was crazy. She was jumping on me and by me. I was like, he's not little. He can handle himself. Anyway, that was a long time ago. I uh, I, I don't. I, I think men's prison is probably way worse than ladies' prison. Yeah. Nobody uh, wants to do butt stuff to ladies uh, while they're in prison. No, they did some wild things. Really? <laughs> I mean, that was the first time I ever seen a homophobic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> why, why they let. That in well, there with just, you. What, what, what do you mean, that? She's a girl. She just grew other items. I don't know what so it she was. Had, yeah, she had, and she okay. had a little wiener down there. She's like, you want to see it? I was uh, like, uh, You kind of want to uh, see it. Yeah. yeah. I looked, and then she also had, like, uh, extra nipples that she never had removed. Oh, wow. On her it's almost like... Men in black, those aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, three she rows. Like, yeah, she had like three nipples on one boob, oh, and nobody I mean. ever got it removed for. I kind of felt sorry for. Her, yeah, but every she was everybody lover. Yeah, because she had extra. Plus she, she, yeah, she had extra things, but everybody looked. She's a little short black girl, kind of looked like Mike Tyson with a fade. <laughs> <laughs> You're making her less and less beautiful. attractive. Yeah. Uh, she was attracted in prison. Okay? Uh, she was really close to looking like a man. But uh, yeah, that's that's the first time I ever came in encounter with so many like gay women, and that's uh, when I really started not liking them. And then I give birth, and my daughter one of the biggest gays never. But you didn't. And I support her too. I say, hey, if you like your real daddy, you're gonna be a hero. Right. <laughs> you did not like gays because they were gay. You didn't like them because they were probably coming at you, and there was no, probably no. A... I grew up in the South, so uh, like we was talking about earlier, just what you talk. Yeah. It's like if you gay, it's something wrong with you. Right. So you inbred that into people's head, and then you and then you when you see gay people, you're like, oh my God, there's something wrong with these people because this is what you was taught as a kid. Yeah. Then you grow up to learn, hey, Who I can't cares? judge people from their sexuality. Yeah. You know, what, what do what makes you happy, and that's what I learned when my daughter came out. I was yeah. like, hey, if that's what makes you happy, that's your mouth. Just don't eat at my house. Don't eat my <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I know how my panties sit. Right. <laughs> uh, you guys got a good relationship? Oh, yeah. I love yeah, my yeah, daughter. Yeah. That's my firstborn. How many yeah. kids you have? Uh, I got four kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four kids, and I got three grandbabies. Uh, one cute, one ugly. <laughs> yeah. See, isn't it great? Isn't it easy to identify when, uh, when I, I had my son? And I was like, I didn't want to have another kid because I didn't think I could love anybody as much as I love my son. And now my daughter's here, and I don't care about my son at all anymore. <laughs> I don't even like him. I don't care if he talks to me. There's nothing better than my daughter now. And and people are, it's so funny because people are like, uh, which one's your favorite kid? And they're like, oh, I don't have a favorite. You oh, do absolutely lie. have I a favorite kid. I tell people kid. that all the time. And I hate parents that say, I love I love all my kids too. Yeah, love Junebug, is, yeah. my baby Junebug, uh, my last baby, is my baby. Right. And I tell my kids, 
I don't care nothing about y'all. I love y'all, but this June bug, he just melts my heart. He was my last baby. He was 10 pounds, 2 ounces. Wow. I didn't even know I was pregnant with him until I was like 6 months. And I was like, well, I got to have you now, boy. <laughs> I thought I was just getting fat. Right. And all of this time, a baby was growing in me. Wow. Because, you know, with me, I'm fat. The husband fat. We just think we just Burger king it up. <laughs> <laughs> we look up. I got a whole baby in me <laughs> with lettuce and tomatoes on his head. <laughs> That's funny. You really didn't know until 6 months? Yeah. I was about five to six months. And my husband kept craving Burger King. He would eat the triple Whoppers yeah. and the large drink. And I was like, why are you eating like this? And my friend was, I and mean, she was like, you so mean to your husband. So I, I said, I'm going to go to the clinic. And huh. I went to the clinic. She was like, you're pregnant. And I was like, I can't afford no more kids. <laughs> and I went to the hospital, to, you know, to gynecology. Right. And he's like, you almost six months. And I'm like, oh, where? Because I was still spotting. Yeah. And so it was it was meant to be. Wow. Good for little June yeah. Buck. He made it out. He made it out. He came out 10 pounds, 2 ounces. Wow. So he was fat his whole life. He was 400 pounds. And I live in this all-white neighborhood. Uh-huh. And June Buck couldn't get laid, y'all. Because the little uh-huh. white girls were not going with no fat. 400. Boy. <laughs> no titties. So Junebug realized he was never going to get laid. He lost 250 pounds. Holy smokes. Now I got to beat the white chicks off. I bet, man. He looks so good. I mean, he just said, this is it. I want to see my wiener, and I'm tired of being a fat boy. And he went on a diet. How old? He's 20. He- <laughs> they just flat on my baby chest. So he yeah. needs plastic surgery. I said, hold on, baby. Mama going to get him enough money. We're going to go get our stomachs done together. Yeah. So he lost 200. Good for him, man. That's great. No surgery, just to the gym. He was like, I'm determined to get laid. Uh-huh. He's getting it now. Isn't Shop. He? Yeah. I think they coming through the bottom wonder. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> they love Junebug now. I said, he was like, Mama, I didn't realize I was packing when I was fat. Yeah, now he, now he knows. Yeah. Now he's found something new. Yeah, oh, that's it, it so It all funny. came out of his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> they say why? They get an inch every every 10 pounds or something like that. But 20 Junebug pounds. Junebug must have a slave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lost uh, 250 pounds. That is amazing. Good for him. Uh, I want to remind everybody, Miss Pat is going to be at Sides Produce this weekend. You can go to SidesProduceComedy.com and get your tickets there or 960-1197. Got the TV show coming out uh, next my, month. Yeah, come out in July on uh-huh. BT Plus. Don't share your password. This is BT Plus. We need all the money, okay? That's right. It's a really funny show, and it's about it's about me moving from Atlanta to Indianapolis in a very conservative neighborhood. But it's no black and white jokes. It's just all my. It's, what's crazy is I look at it and it's all my material from ten years ago. It's like into, Bill Cosby, yeah. Thing. And you see that put into a sitcom form, and it's so funny. It what is, is the so name funny. of the show? The Miss Pat Show. Miss Pat. Perfect. There you go. Perfect. Miss Pat. Show. What was your favorite show when you were a kid? You know, I grew up on Leave It to Beaver. Did you really? I did not watch Good Time because I was living in Good Times. Yeah. So my mama was like a hood rat who drank all the time and Uh said crazy stuff. So I went to Jane Cleaver. Want to be like that, yeah. And I was like, why don't she beat Beaver the way I'm going to beat (laughs) Beaver? And she cooked every day at the school and she would help Beaver with his homework. And it was just wonderful. So I watched her all the time. And I was like, that's my mama. I don't know who this crazy lady with the teeth in the freezer. <laughs> you, you. I, if I had a guess, I would say we we're about the same age. But I think if you're I'm watching, forty-nine. Yeah, so so am I. I'm forty-nine. But Leave It to Beaver was already old when I was. It a was kid. already old. Too. Yeah. So okay. So I, my Leave It to Beaver was the Brady Bunch. Because I watched the Brady Bunch too. I also grew up in good times, but I yeah. but I watched the Brady Bunch. I was like, oh, I want. 
I want a mother and a father and a bunch of kids and a big house with the dog. That would have been the, the cool thing. We, well, I couldn't understand the maid, somebody who come over and help you clean up. Yeah. So I couldn't understand her, but Leave it to Beaver was my thing because I just love Jane, Jane Cleaver. And I heard she had on those uh, pearls because she had a thick neck. Oh, really? And that was a tone down her neck. Oh, that's so funny. But um, I just love that show. That lady got, when my mom was talking that smack, I just turned to Jane Cleaver like, you my mother. Uh -huh. I was wrapping towels on my head because I wanted white Hair. Uh, that's so funny. You identify with the cleavers. I, I, I wanted that life. I know you did. Yeah, I loved Good Times. I thought I still think Good Times is one of the funniest yeah. shows ever. And uh, my grand, my great grandfather used to get so mad at me. Why are you watching all these color shows? Because I loved Good Times. I loved Different Strokes. Yep. And uh, oh, my favorite of all time was What's Happening. Oh, yeah, What's Happening. What's yeah. Happening was the greatest show. I would watch What's Happening every day, and it would drive my grandfather insane. But that was that was it. Those were my favorite shows. But it, it also, it's, those shows like that bring you into a world that you didn't know anything about. That's why I watched Leave it to Beaver. And I really grew up to think all white people was rich. Yeah. And I thought white people had no struggle. Then I, I grew up, and I was like, we all the same. We all have struggles. Yeah. We all get a little food stamp. We all have to do layaways, because, you know, layaways is my thing. Uh, layaway? Oh, you layaway something yeah, like yeah. Burlington yeah. Oh, my God. Christmas time, September, Walmart start that Christmas, and you ain't got to put but a dollar down? Right. I am there, baby. Uh, you're hilarious. <laughs> I, you're I don't care how much money I got. I'm still going to lay away just to keep me humble right. so I can get that text. You're about to lose your layaway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, my mother used to send me to Kmart to go go make her layaway payments for yep. her. Yeah, run over to the Kmart and make, just pay this. I don't want to lose it. Yeah, and it was for people who didn't have credit. Right. And you that's just, how people was able to buy nice things and who didn't have credit. That's the poor man credit railway. Give oh. you ninety days to get it out. You don't realize you don't realize what that's like until you like when I thought we were fine when we were kids. We were dirt poor, but when you move somewhere else and you meet other families and you're like, oh man, we were poor. Like I don't realize it until you see rich people. Well, I didn't realize a lot of things until I started to like after I became a drug dealer and I started surrounding my people with my, myself with educated black people. Uh -huh. And that's when I realized, like I tell this bit on stage about I got baptized twenty five times. Uh -huh. And it was a scheme for my mama. I thought everybody got baptized <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she was running scams? Well, back in the day, the black church would write you a check if you join the church and get baptized. So uh, they would help you with your financial problem. So we would hit two, three churches a night. That is I mean, so on a funny. Sunday. That's a good racket. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't know it until I'm on the phone. Yeah, girl, I'm baptized. Well, my girlfriend like, hold on. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God, this lady ran all kinds. But she had five kids. She was uneducated, and she had to find a way to feed them. Yeah. So it was always a scheme going. It yeah. Was, and, you know, back in those days, people would take their kids down to the welfare office and tell them to play, play like they were special needs right. so they can get a Social Security check. <laughs> that, it was big in the hood. Yeah. I need you to be special today. <laughs> I need you to be the R word, okay? Right, right, right. But we didn't pass the test, so she couldn't get Social Security. My aunt got like eight Social Security checks. Her kids <laughs> looked like something was wrong with them. <laughs> That's hilarious. That you, was the biggest scam in the hood. Did you Pretty get uh, government cheese? I was, I was no food stamps who came along, but I remember they were still kind of giving it out because I was born in 72, but I, I remember just my mama getting it from places and slicing it and it wouldn't melt and the peanut butter in the can that yeah. would kill you. <laughs> that literally, you had to put, it wasn't no microwave back in, so you had to put the peanut butter on the stove to yeah. loosen it up to spread it because we had that sun being bread. If you tried to spread that crap, it'll, it it'll tell the whole <laughs> <laughs> I remember we, we, I didn't understand. We had this giant block of cheese in the refrigerator and we were eating grilled cheese or whatever everyday cheese sandwiches 
And I was like, I don't understand. So a stranger just came by and brought us cheese? Like, yeah. I, I never understood where that came from. That is so we funny. We would go and get the food at the church pantries, uh-huh. and which was so cool. Because when you would go to black churches, they would give you one item. Right. But when my mama started ripping off the white churches, they said, praise Jesus, black people. We want you to eat. Get all take you some, want. Take my mama pies. Like, get all these white people food. Get it all. Everybody get a box. Get oh, a box. that's hilarious. Well, look, I'm happy for your success. Uh, Miss Pacho on BET Plus coming out in July and of course Miss Pat this weekend at Sidesporters. Thank you so much for getting early and coming getting up early and coming in here. Well thank you guys for having me. I had such a great time. And you go girl with the black boyfriend. Rock uh, out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hoppy, are we done? I mean we can keep going if you want but No I mean but we can wrap it up here. We don't have any more no, we're good. All right. Hey, white girl, you should you should you should get you a t shirt say I love black men. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know can I tell her so she dated this guy one time and uh, we called our father on Father's Day to wish him a happy Father's Day, and I broke the news to him because he lives in Michigan. They didn't talk for like a year after that. Really? Yeah, yeah. But now, but now they're they're back together, and the father's cool with it. So I feel like I brought everybody together. I feel like I'm kind of like. Well, he just needed to. Oh, that's what I said. I said what you don't like. A lot of time, your white daughter gonna come home with it because mm-hmm. you got. Then you realize you sit down with these people, and you because it's, it's all what the media put in your head. So. I don't want my daughter to come home with. I have a type that I don't want her to come home with. It's not it's not black or white or anything. I don't want her to a bum. I don't want to come home with a bum. A bum. A bums in all races. Yeah. I, so I, I mean, don't my do, my gay daughter only bu- date bum yeah. chicks. And I'm like you could have just got a a a a a a, a big a big a, a nice sized black man for this. Right. What are you wasting your time for? You over here being gay and you dating bum women. <laughs> you know, come yeah. on, go get you a black man that don't work. I don't. I just. I wouldn't care. I don't care what race. Or what. I just don't want to be coming in here, white guy or black guy, with saggy pants and attitude and all that stuff. I don't. That's what I don't want to deal with. My daughter dated a white girl, and I think it's one of her best girlfriends. Oh yeah. It was one of her best girlfriends. She had good credit. She worked, and then my daughter ruined the girl credit. She ruined everybody. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I have this thing that I said, don't date her. Uh, she gonna eat you and leave you. Right. Don't date her. <laughs> eat you oh and my leave god. You. <laughs> I be trying to tell yeah. her my daughter is so pretty. They be like, I like her. I say, she's a bomb. Yeah. Don't date her. Don't. And I, but people be play, my daughter switch women out like rich people switch cars out. Right, right. You look up, you like it's another, another one. Yeah, it's another one. I also think now I see more lesbian couples now. Like back then, the last ten years, twenty years, there were gay couples all the time. Now they're a little bit more proud of it. You could, you know, they they're more they well accepted. Be. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like you you, you saw a lot of guy couples. You didn't really see a lot of girl couples. Now I see girls everywhere, and it's not all dykey looking girls. It's like hot chicks that mm-hmm. are with other hot chicks. You know, my daughter is my daughter looks just like me. Yeah, but she like she liked them LeBron James chicks. Yeah, yeah. They, told, <laughs> they got court roles. They look like Lil Wayne. Yeah, I was like, girl, I don't understand. Galvin it. pointed out they're just mad at the penis. They want everything else except right, the penis. Yeah. Oh, they, they want, want the penis. He's just in the. He's, he's in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> they just they put like it on. the cold. They like the cold. Uh, they like the cold penis. We think next time you come mm-hmm. to town, Carmen will probably be married already. Uh, uh Carmen, nah. You don't want to be married, Carmen? Why? No. Uh, I just don't believe in it. Mm. I think it's a waste of time unless you're like looking for like insurance or benefits or something. But like the actual tradition of marriage doesn't stand for what it used to. So I just don't believe in it. Mm. I know. Do what you want to do. You think you have a baby? No. You don't want no black baby. Tell her what happens. <laughs> Tell her what you do when you get pregnant. Boom boom tequila stairs. Yeah. <laughs> what? She's, she's, uh, 
You gonna fall down the stairs? <laughs> well, yeah. And so it's like an insurance policy, so you don't have to pl- buy Plan B every day. You just hit your stomach twice, boom, boom, take a shot of tequila, and then you fall down the stairs, and the shot of tequila is basically that's, so you, it doesn't hurt yourself when you fall Carmen's, down the stairs. That's Carmen's homemade uh, baby <laughs> Yeah. You've been pregnant before? No. I about to say that don't work. No. <laughs> Ain't no, boom, boom, Listen, no tequila shot. 30, no. 30 years, never is scared, no abortion. No. I, yeah. It's working for me. No, she's lying. Ain't no boom, boom. Because I've been pregnant and been thrown down some staff. <laughs> 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 I think I got shot one time. That don't work. That don't work. You lying, Carmen. I'm telling no boom, boom. I don't know where. That baby, that must didn't have no bones in that body. (laughs) You better work on a new exit plan. I caught it early. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Hoppy, thank you. Spencer, thank you. you. Miss Pat, thank you so much for for being here. Go see Miss Pat at Side Splitters. Come on, y'all. I think think I'm going to come on Friday night, I think. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got a thing to do tomorrow night, so I think we might come tonight. Go see Miss Pat. And uh, have a great weekend. We're off on Monday, and everybody else is. Enjoy the three-day weekend, and we'll see you back on Tuesday.